Hello, my name is Anthea and welcome to Out of Frame, a podcast series dedicated to recording the stories of creativity from local Perth Hills artists. Joining me today to talk about the intricate process of kiln glassmaking is Lynn Idle. And Lynn, if you could please say a few words to introduce yourself. Thank you for visiting me today, Anthea. I'm a glass artist and I use a kiln. Um, I have done some blowing glass, but um, my main interest is using the kiln, okay. and, which is sheet glass mostly. Okay, so what are the differences between a kiln then and blowing? Uh, a blowing glass uh, has a big pot of liquid glass that takes days to heat up in oh, a big yeah. massive urn, gas usually, and they uh, dip it in and then have a ball on the end of a hollow rod and then they will blow it okay. and it expands almost like if you envisage a vase. So, I mean, there's many other things that they yeah. can make, but I, I like my kiln glass. Uh, okay. So it's on a flat bed and uh, you just layer the glass or cut it out with different equipment or by hand with a uh, cutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so then it's... do you have to use different types of like glass materials? You I can. have no um, knowledge with glass between doing blowing and then doing the kiln, is it a different type of glass, like powder or something? Uh, yes, uh, they use a different uh, formula for the glass. Okay. Uh, the blowing glass seems to be actually more uh, crystal clear, but it's just how it's made. There's many chemicals involved in making glass. Oh, cool. So the sheet glass is coloured by different uh, mixes of uh, different chemicals. Uh-huh. So... But uh, you can layer it, of course, and make different shades if you if it's transparent or, and then after it's made into like a tile, a flat piece, you then use a mould and slump it. It's called so it's okay. a drop down into say like a bowl or a it can even have a texture. Okay, to it. give it the shape and the form. Yes, yeah, to make it whatever you're going to create. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and so what drew your interest towards glass? It was surprising. I went always wanted to do lead lighting, which is with the lead okay. and cutting and forcing it into like a frame. Uh, I did actually go and do that, but it uh, drove me mad nearly because it was just so slow. It took really? weeks to create something because you only went every Friday. Oh, okay. Uh, I did enjoy. I made two pieces and people like, comment on how nice they are yeah but it's just so slow and you have all these ideas that you want to go ahead and go and make and make and make and you're just like no I've got to wake so at that stage I didn't really know about kiln glass okay and then the teacher she said oh you'd be more interested in having a go at kiln glass so I did and that was it yeah (laughs) I was hooked (laughs) yeah much faster awesome and so were you use as your greatest source of inspiration then? Uh, I do love nature and the bushes and I'm fortunate where I live there's lots of nature and gorgeous um, grevilleas and bottle brushes and all sorts of natives growing so I've just found a technique that it's like embossing and it's called fossil vitra. Okay so sort of entombing the uh, say a leaf. Like a slate because I can't draw really (laughs) Uh, and I thought, I haven't got 20 years to learn how to draw. Yeah, just pick It doesn't up. come naturally. 
So uh, I just found that technique and it, it takes on the actual form of a plant. Okay. And it, you put the glass on top of it and it burns away the plant and you're just left with the perfect imprint. Wow. So it's I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to learn to draw. <laughs> So in a way, it's kind of like a pressed flower. Yes, kind yes, of. yeah. Wow. I do have some, because like kangaroo paws, they're only flowering for such a short time on mm. my block. So even, you know, Legionalta or a spider orchid, I've got all those kind of plants that grow on yeah. five acres even. So it's lovely. And yeah. leaves. Yeah, and I've seen some with um, gum nuts as well. Yes. They're pretty interesting as well. Do you have to like flatten them and crush them um, down a little bit? Sometimes I do because the glass becomes quite uh, almost a liquid form mm. when it's firing. So I just usually, a few times I did not cut enough of the gum nut. So you just keep a little portion of the gum nut. Okay. So it's got a little hump. So yeah. it has the but you can't cut it in half. Oh, less than half. Oh, less. Yeah. So it, yeah, it doesn't catch fire in the kiln, which I find is amazing. That's but it's, really interesting. Mm, so you can make imprints of all sorts of things if wow. you really wanted to. Shells, yeah. What are some of the special tools that you have to use then? Uh, it's interesting uh, because I generally will use a lot of tools from the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Go to kitchen stores. And uh, to like make a little uh, candle holder, um, you, you make the flat tile and then you get a little cup and you uh, put it upside down and put the glass on top and then it's called slumping and then it melts down and drapes oh, wow. around the cup and then you're good to go to put a little tea light in it. Yeah, so it's never ending what people can do with the kiln yeah, glass. Yeah, so it really okay. just if you think you can use it in some way you, anything can be a tool really yes and so how difficult is it to work with class because i can imagine with it in like the little powdered bead form is that what it is it's like uh, sometimes it's sometimes uh, it can be powder yeah through to a fine fruit and then medium and then coarse and then a billet it's called and then it's just a, a big slab half a brick size basically and then they just smash it up Okay. And then you just use it for something else. So yeah. how, how difficult is it to make with it or set out designs uh, with well it? Well, I have in my kiln that I have, I've got a 14-inch uh, plate inside my kiln. So you can make quite a lot. I've made a lot of things in the mm -hmm. six years that I've been doing glass. So, so I generally just use the programs that are in there. You can program it yourself for okay. Make it how much you wanted it cooked in the kiln so that it's well cooked and all level or mm. you can have it still quite textured that's what the some of the ladies did today i had a workshop and uh yeah they all had the same products but there's no one piece alike at all which is that's part of the thing that i love about the glass yeah and coming to that so doing workshops do you find it easy do you find it difficult like what type uh, of things do you do uh, i don't uh, not not like them because uh, a you get to meet lots of people and then B, um, you never know what they're going to make even if you say these are the products you have to use in the colours you know I usually yeah. give someone them. always whips something out oh they made all sorts of things this morning yeah it was lovely they were potters oh were they yeah so they were artists in their own yeah. right but they'd never worked with glass but yeah what they created was just amazing 
And also, I guess mm. it's kind of similar in that they're using a kiln, but then completely different because yeah. the materials are so different. Uh, smaller. Well, it's grains, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas the pottery is quite a moist when you're throwing yeah, something. Clay. And, but some of them had actually used some glass pieces oh. to incorporate it into their uh, pottery pieces. So there you go. Awesome. And so how do you go about the, your creative process? Uh, some, I've usually got a great big long list yeah. <laughs> of what I'd like to make. It's, yeah, there's ne never enough time, not really. No. So I, I just certainly don't have any trouble thinking, what will I make now? Mm -hmm. I don't. I just... You just go, right, next one. There's the time. Or, <laughs> yes, and yeah, I just um, try and make a variety of sizes of things and I participate in the... Um, open studios in Mundaring. Oh yeah, how is that? Like, that's usually once a year. So we're having that in March and October next year because um, 2020 got cancelled. Uh, yes, of course. So COVID um, did cancel. So that will be a challenge plans. doing enough things to sell when we have the open studio. So okay, that's interesting. So what was it like when you put together your first exhibition? All right, I had a exhibition in July. Um, at the Potters down in Guildford. Uh, that's how I met those lovely ladies. And, uh, yeah, it was really um, exciting uh, because I met lots of people. I met new people basically every day. And wow. How the government had put out an ad, I think, didn't they, and said, uh, you know, shop local and all that kind of thing. So um, they obviously have done that because tourism is, you know, really well and truly alive in WA, which is lovely to see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've had people come to the gate because I've got uh, Lynn's Glass Studio yeah. on Google Map and they um, there's a number on the gate and they've rung it and luckily I've been ho near home. <laughs> <laughs> so I've let them in and, yeah, met someone just literally off the street. Yeah, so just People curious. are out there looking for something to do. Wow. Mm. And so what are some of your favourite colours to work with? Uh, I'd have to say green and I do really like the clear just because it can have different textures on it mm. but still be clear. And yeah, yeah it's just... And also, I guess, having the clear glass also allows the flowers like, or the... Yes, it shows up Yeah, other colours of it or I guess it's... I don't always like it shiny either, the clear. Yeah, okay. so... You can sand things and they have a totally different perception. Yeah, because that's something I find quite interesting with glasses, that it can be very glossy, but it can also be quite matte as well. Yes. Do you ever have a preference between uh, the two? just depends what you'd like to make, really, and what your finished product would yeah. be. Yeah, some people do books. You know, they'll have a notebook in their mm. bag, or and then they'll just, if they think of something, they would roughly draw it and... Just describe what they'd like. <laughs> now, this might be a pretty tricky question to answer. Okay. Do you have a favourite piece of work? I think I like my fossil vitra of the gum leaves. I've done quite a few of them and sold them. Mm -hmm. And I'm always sort of sad to see them go, only because I like them. Yeah. You know, but I'm happy that someone else likes the gum leaves like myself, really. Yeah. And as an artist, 
touching on that sort of feeling a bit of sadness when you have to give away the artworks once they're sold. Have you felt that a lot or is it really just the ones that you've worked on and like I really really like this? It's not even uh, how long they took to mm -hmm. put together as such. Some things just uh, go together quite quickly or yeah, some things don't and then you just if you leave it and then just walk away and just think I'm not sure how to finish that or say frame it. I had a couple of pieces that I couldn't decide how to frame mm -hmm. and yeah it was about six months so and I just had it in um, against the wall it was quite a big piece and I just kept looking at it every time I walked past and then eventually I thought oh yes I know what to do okay. I don't know why yeah so okay and um, with framing it because they're obviously slabs of glass is that pretty difficult because it would get quite heavy yes you have potentially. to be very careful how you're hanging things and making sure that the mechanism on the back is quite strong. So I usually use a two-pack glue. Mm. So epoxy, I should say, not glue. So very sturdy. So That's good. Yeah. And I can imagine the nightmare that postage could possibly be. Uh, yeah, I haven't uh, really had to post it very far, so it hasn't been too expensive. I have had a lady who family lived in Perth, and she had gone to America and was working. Okay. And uh, she came to the open studios and she just said to me, I'll come back before I go back to New York and get some things from you. And I thought, oh, that's nice. I thought, oh, no, she'll never come back. But <laughs> she did, you know. And, yeah, so she took quite a few pieces of the leaves, fossil bit trousers, mm -hmm. back to her friends in America, so as gifts. Wow. Yeah, I know, so... You just never know who's going to come in and visit you and what pieces will fancy their desire to what they'd like to buy, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so what are some of the challenges that you've had to face as an artist? Technology. Yeah. Because uh, that even before COVID happened, you have to have a website. It doesn't have to be like a very fancy one, but I'm just... Having I'm not. Here. I'm an artist and I just... Yeah. You don't want to do that side no, of the business. No, I don't business. want to do it. And, and I, yeah, I find yeah. it very difficult to do okay. that. But I have I have taken up the challenge and have actually, you know, got a mailing list and a Facebook page for Lynn's Glass Studio. And now that I've got into the swing and that, I've just got to keep building on it. It's, always, it's an evolving thing always. Yeah, and I guess it's really just you gain experience and you sort of figure out what works, what doesn't work for you as well. Yeah, you never, um, once, when COVID happened, I found, and so did other artists, that lots more people were looking for, you know, home home products as mm -hmm. well. Yeah, um, locally. And close by and things like that. Yeah, it was interesting. So had lots of inquiries and, uh, and now that... To, uh, WA is in a fortunate position. I've had quite a few inquiries for workshop things. Oh, okay. So, so that's good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely changing. Awesome. 2020's been a big year for change and in many ways. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, you just have to be adaptive. Yeah, honestly, that's the best way to be, as not only individually but as a business, I find, Yeah. as well. And so what are some of your plans for the future? As I've been promoting, sorry, promoting myself a bit more, I've just come across different opportunities. I don't know whether it's that I'm more open 
to them or are they just things are just changing and people recognize my work more and some markets up okay. here in Mundaring. Yeah. Uh, so they invited me to go onto that program so that will be exciting and then uh, next year I've got an exhibition at Alice House. Oh that's yeah. in June, mid-June. I've got open studios twice so <laughs> I'm thinking big. that's a lot of glass that's I'll have to cook <laughs> but um, I'm looking forward to the challenge and I've got some other new products that I'd like to make for those events uh, like uh, recycling uh, some glass okay glassware and bottles and so I'm always scouring so then how does that work would you say you would get a glass bottle smash it up and then recreate it yes into you can something do different? it like that okay or I'm going to make a chandelier oh um, but I keep looking at light fittings because I need the wire I need the base yes so, anyway I've um, been saving the bottles Oh. And then you need a wet saw, and then you just cut rings. Wow. So, and then you link them all together with a wire. Or, yeah, I haven't got that far, but <laughs> you can buy rings, yeah. open-ended washer-type things, and then you just close them and then just have them draping down. That sounds really cool. Yeah, I can't wait to make that, actually. I think that will be fun. And um, it's never-ending. Perfect. All right, well, that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much, Lynn, for coming on. And I'm looking forward to seeing that chandelier. <laughs> no, so am I. So thank you for your time and um, your interest in my business. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Out of Frame. And a massive thank you to our wonderful guest, Lynn Idol. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you can find out more information about Lynn and her stunning glass work either via Facebook at lynn's glass studio or instagram at lynn's glass studio next time join me as we discuss the fun to be had with giving a second life to items in the form of mosaics with calf whiteside <laughs>